0: On this episode of The Flop House, we discuss Premonition, starring Sandra Bullock and a dead crow. flophouse i'm dan mccoy i'm Stuart
1: wellington i'm elliot kalen
0: so elliot's back
1: yeah all right
0: that's that's about it yeah, Boy, am I glad. Go. yeah sure <laughs> well that now that we've got put that behind us uh, the, Immediately, the, the
1: listeners can't hear but uh in homage to the uh, backstreet's back music video i am dressed up as uh dr jekyll and mr hyde in one body split down the middle and Stuart is a mummy, and Dan is also a mummy. I guess they didn't really coordinate that well. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were
0: uh, dressed up as
1: um, I'm a sexy mummy,
0: Doctor Jekyll and Mrs Hyde, or what was that? Starting Sean Young, Doctor Jekyll and Mrs Hyde. Yeah, that's the one. Or maybe Jekyll and Hyde together Bailey. again.
1: Uh, there's so many Jekyll and Hyde movies. Yeah. Do you say femaleian? Yeah, we're not. No, You're not j- femaleian. Yeah. Come on, Elliot's dressed Sir as Jekyll and Jekyll, the <laughs> racist
0: crows. Sure. So. Crevely appropriate. <laughs> send, so send four, him your uh hate mail. <laughs> no, what movie did we watch tonight, Stuart? We watched the movie called Premonition
2: starring Sandra Bullock. Ooh. And? and uh Julian McMahon from Nip Tuck, who uh which is a fucking trashy program. Yeah,
0: I prefer to think of him as Doctor Julian Von Doom. Oh my god. Uh wait, wait isn't is he the Julian? dictator of
2: uh, yeah, Julian Von Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dictator think... of Latveria? Yeah, yeah that, that's right? true. Yeah. Did I say it right this time, L.A.? Victor you von did. I, I was
1: glad that was corrected in the last podcast. Didn't, didn't Ultron destroy that? No, that was a, he destroyed another country that was a fictional Europe, Eastern European <sighs> country that was just created for that storyline. Okay, we are losing so but he did our kill, few non He killed everyone in, the, everyone in the country, and then the Avengers came to fight him, and Thor broke through the wall and said, Ultron, we would have words with thee. Oh,
2: I saw that in Wizard.
1: It was was their moment of the year.
0: Uh, Yeah, it was. (laughs) I even like comics, and I'm passing out right now. No, uh, It was the highlight of the Buziak-Perez run, but anyway, you were saying. Julian McMahon was Sandra Bullock's husband, and that's important because half the time, Sandra Bullock's husband was dead in this film. Half the time, he was alive. And not
1: like you would think where he dies halfway through the movie. No. It was split up back and forth, jumping around a lot.
0: That was pretty much the premise of the film. Can somebody, the premise can some, yeah, of it premonition. premonition. That, that,
2: that was almost a pun. It was not. Can somebody explain it for me? Because, frankly, I got lost pretty quickly.
1: Basically, it's like Groundhog Day, but instead of Bill Murray's character learning how to love, it was Sandra Bullock's character learning, I don't know, that there was a god or something. Right. She wakes up one morning, and her husband is dead. And then she wakes up again the next day, and he's alive. And it, no one remembers that he was supposed to have died. And she starts jumping back and forth in time whenever she goes to sleep to the future of the past, all revolving around his dying in a car accident and everything. Oh, there are all these things that she can't explain and how they happened. And as she moves forward in time, they start to happen and she's worried about her husband and, and so forth.
0: You should also uh, replace all the hilarious Bill Murray jokes with a lot of long shots of Sandra Bullock doing the laundry Driving her kids to school. Yeah,
1: picking up the groceries with the one You know, friend.
0: just really normal, boring, suburban housewife sorts of
1: things. You really got the idea that she was a housewife in this. Also that she was afraid of dead birds. Yeah, she, she f- throws
0: away a dead crow or she
1: something. She finds one in her backyard and she freaks out and smears blood all over the windows. Yeah, and- I want to
0: talk about that. Um, It's jumping ahead a little bit, but the scene where she falls on a dead crow, she's doing her laundry, she trips over something. She's, she's
1: hanging her sheets up to dry in the backyard on a clothesline. Because in her, like a she's either. jumping back and forth between a couple days in the present, but in her backyard, I guess it's nineteen thirty-two. Well, and she, has, she doesn't have a dryer yeah, how does she yet. Stay, no,
0: you have how does to assume that these are like chores when she's jumping back are like and forth. Like fifteen hundred thread pound, like silk sheets. You know, these are these are amazing sheets. These are that's not sheets like, you want to put in a dryer. Yeah, no, she's really got to put these sheets outside. All right. Yeah, that's 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 what you do with good sheets. But anyway, so
1: she's hanging up sheets and she trips and <laughs> falls and her hand falls on a dead bird. Dead gross. gross. And the, well, the,
0: the, the film treats this as literally the worst thing that could ever happen. It's pretty gross. And this is not a
1: movie where she thinks her husband is dead and her daughter appears, her young daughter appears with scars all over her yeah, face. Yeah,
0: that's to the point, Elliot. That's, uh, I mean, I agree with Stuart. If I, in the course of my normal day-to-day life, if I fell on a dead crow and got dead crow blood all over my hands, I would freak out. Yeah, but in a movie on windows, (laughs) where my husband is dead, and then these lies, ashes on my face. She has
1: bigger things to worry
0: about than granted. If my husband was dead and alive, I'd be living a different lifestyle. But also, I assume that I would love my gay husband in that (laughs) situation.
2: Would Julian McMahon be your husband? Oh, I could only
1: hope. Yeah, (laughs) I I think you saw he had some guns. He wore that sleeveless shirt at one point. Yeah, I think that's called a wife beater, Elliot. Well, we can't assume that the character beat his wife, but they did have a bad relationship. What's the name of the shirt? So is it, yeah. It was, yeah, I
2: think you could I think you could pull Julian McMahon. Like he's got kind of weird eyebrows and you think <laughs> you think I could pull Julian <laughs> yeah, McMahon. Yeah, I don't think
1: that's going not. too above you're not punching too above your weight class on that one. No, yeah, thanks.
0: No, I appreciate that. Just a
2: little bit. Okay, so she smashes a crow, and it's gross, and then she throws it away. She in, runs inside. In a Native and, like, American sort of crow weird. burial ceremony of throwing <laughs> yeah. it in the,
0: uh, the garbage. But she manages to smear crow blood all over the um, sliding glass doors on her way inside. She's got bigger things on her mind than uh, keeping her, gl- her windows clean, dude. If I had crow blood all over me, I think I'd be pretty careful about that. You'd be
1: like, oh, let me use my other hand to open yeah. this.
0: Like, I freaked out, but let's, like it, let's, let's keep our heads uh, that way. I dude. think
1: the, the theme of the movie was Sandra Bullock freaking out at things mm-hmm. and then staring pensively and other people overreacting to her freaking out. She her, she wakes up and her husband is dead, wakes up again, her husband's alive, wakes up again, her husband's dead and the funeral's going on, and she's confused, like, what happened? What, how did this happen? Ah, uh, I don't believe that he's really dead. And they're like, oh, honey, well, we better uh, submit you to a mental hospital and then yeah, that'll Peter make Stormier you better. Yeah, Peter
0: Stormare is there. Um, In, as the world's creepiest therapist. The
1: world's creepiest and least important to the plot therapist. Yeah. You could have removed him from the movie and it would not have changed things very much.
0: Yeah, but immediately upon her freaking out at her f- husband's funeral, a place where I assume that people freak out. What's, re- oh,
1: she, what's great, she, uh, she at the funeral, <laughs> she demands that they open the casket to show her so that she knows for sure that, that her husband's dead. And this is actually – That's against protocol, dude. I I, I think that's actually – usually they do allow you some time with the body before the burial, not so that you can street, make dude, peace. <laughs> well, it is out in the street, but they should have let her see the body before that. But this is how unprofessional these morticians are: is they start unloading the coffin to agree to this demand, and they let it slip out of their hands, and it falls and shatters, and his head rolls out of the coffin, <laughs> and that's bad embalmment right there. Right there, you should have not attached. A, it's the not head. bad
0: embalming; it's bad.
1: Even if it's a closed casket it's funeral, bad
0: morticianery. I mean, like they should have sewed the head back. But that's on. part of the
1: embalming the process. The
0: embalming, I'm right. <laughs> Assuming Maybe they did a great the job of the keeping
1: the tissue fresh for the burial, but his head, yeah. come on, they didn't even reattach. It's literally like, and the people holding the coffin slip, it slips out of their hands so easily. It's like the whole funeral home is run by interns or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, he's just here for the summer. Oh, yeah. man. But the, she, the thing is, in, in their defense, I mean,
2: the way it was shot... You just saw the thing crash on the ground, and then a head bounce off the ground. <laughs> that could have been somebody throwing a novelty joke head on the ground. Or it could have been someone else's head. I don't know. They, I mean, they didn't. They didn't really introduce like a prankster character, but <laughs> they didn't introduce. A, they didn't
0: say that there weren't pranksters in the town. That's so true. you have
1: to assume that they're there unless they're said otherwise. There yeah. was a exactly. whole
0: subplot that was cut about how this was like a crooked funeral home, <laughs> and they're burying as many people in one casket as possible. Oh, I thought there was a subplot yeah. about how,
1: that. How, that ta- that town is the rubber head capital of america <laughs> and there's a bad economy so the rubber head factory is going under so i guess to gin up publicity for the rubber heads rem- remind people they should buy them they're just chucking them into the street and that uh, the rudder scene rudder. makes much less sense because <laughs> they removed that
0: it was a failed promotion people were freaking out there are a lot of car accidents people were like <laughs> yeah. swerving to avoid what they assumed were real heads. <laughs> real
2: heads yeah and you were mentioning how the uh the pallbearers in this situation were all interns and it seemed like almost every professional in this movie that filled any kind yeah. of like role was like underage. They was all ridiculously like they were like young seventeen.
1: The priest at the funeral home at the the priest at the funeral looked like he was about sixteen and you we see an old priest later on. I don't know why they just didn't you know. Save a salary, buddy. Have have that same actor do two parts. I thought but that, I thought that guy,
2: guy was studying, right? He was studying up on uh, – the old priest was studying up on premonition-based <laughs> he too busy. miracles. He was too busy reading
1: about occult legends. At, they, they go to an insurance office a couple times because it's a semi-clue, and the guy running the place is kind of like B.J. Novak in the first season of The Office. Like He just looks much too young to be doing the job he's supposed to yeah. be doing.
0: But uh, I, but the point originally was that uh, Peter Stormare um, he's is not at a the young funeral. professional, by the way. No, no, he's an old professional. He's wearing – he's got the creepiest haircut you can imagine. Yeah, about. well,
1: he's got a beard and a real short hair. Real short and hair and like, basically
0: like shaved sides to like his hair. Yeah, cut.
1: it looks like it was like – Oh, you called me away from my survivalist <laughs> militia? I got to, to, to put her into the hospital? I thought you
0: were going to say, you called me away in the middle of my barbering. <laughs> in the like, I was of doing, shaving my head? <laughs> my head shaved. What's and like they the, just shaved around from ear to ear. It's like and a, then in the good, stopped. the bad,
1: and the ugly when, they, when uh, the guy gets up from the barber chair and he's half shaved and he points the gun at Clint Eastwood.
0: But mm-hmm. she's immediately brought to, like, she's basically committed. Yes. And, and she's not taken to, like,. You know, a nice hospital where, like, oh, you know, you got to calm down a little. We're going to give you some, like, some Xanax or Valium or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, we're immediately taking you to, like, this is like session nine. They cover like, to
1: a bench in a hallway, then they strap her to a table and start injecting, I guess, a sedative or something. Maybe it's yeah. sodium pentothal to find out if she'll tell yeah, the nurse truth. Nurse Ratchet is it. in
0: charge. It's a really but it's like, alarming. But all
1: she's done is kind of react started, violently to the fact that her husband has died, which seems like a normal thing.
2: I think they were injecting the black stuff from the alien. Or from the X-Files?
1: X-Files. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah Aliens, Cry- X-Files, same shit. We had to check the credits to see if Peter Stormare was playing Alex Krychek. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, X-Files, a movie, coming out this summer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe they'll sponsor us. I don't Hmm? know. Chris Carter?
1: Chris Carter's Harsh Realm this summer on Fox.
0: (laughs) Millennium out on DVD. Viper.
1: (laughs) This summer on Fox
0: that
2: yeah, pr- Millennium was- is on Fox. It's on DVD. <laughs> Viper was not a Chris Carter show. Wasn't that with... A a, was that with uh, Lance Henriksen. Pumpkinhead, yeah. N- yeah. <laughs>
1: well, Pumpkinhead is technically the monster from Pumpkinhead. Lance Henriksen is the human character. It's gotten all way.
2: screwed up like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You, you meet him, I want you to... Ask, backwards. Say, hey, Pumpkinhead, it's nice to meet you. <laughs>
2: <I> declare, but... <laughs> I I, actually, I was You're my favorite actor, Pumpkinhead.
1: Head. <laughs> a lot of people that make that mistake. I'm actually Dr. Pumpkinhead. <laughs> 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 The monster was pumpkin, But uh, I want you to call him Pumpkinhead and then think that Pumpkinhead was actually the movie Pumpkin with Christina Ricci where she falls in love with the retarded guy. And Lance Hendrickson left. Like, June? there's a number of different problems you're having with this right now. <laughs> now Benny and June is too crazy People, Let me
0: explain. Several things. Like what? Uh, Number one, let me explain wait. the difference between an actor and his part. <laughs> Number two, let me explain the wo- difference between the word pumpkin and pumpkin head. So
1: does pumpkin head live with you now, or what? What's the pro- what is? Wait, it? wait, wait, wait.
0: If If Benny and June wasn't the
2: movie where two retarded people fall in love, <laughs> what was that movie with Giovanni Rabisi? No, that's where... the other sister. Okay, and that's the other, there's the... retarded people. In that movie, yes, though, right? Giovanni Untamed R- heart.
3: No, <laughs> oh.
2: no, that that's the difference. Uh, that's the movie where that guy gets the baboon heart. Yeah, that, yeah, that you know. guy being Chris. According later, to right?
1: the screen entertainment circa no, no, 1998. You're thinking you Baboon Heart. Nice. No, no. Well, you're thinking of uh, Frequency starring Jim Caviezel. But anyway.
2: <laughs> Wait, he's retarded?
0: Oh, he was in that <laughs> Big Fish movie, Based right? Based on his performance in Passion of the Christ. But anyway, let's no! get to always with your always watch. with your
1: anti-religious sentiment dan which re- which brings me Ooh, to the this surprising poem. religious theme of yeah. premonition
0: so after a while flipping back and forth hmm. it's like
1: you're changing the channels between it's like when i was growing up Channel 11 and TBS would both show Saved by the Bell but TBS would start five minutes later so if it was the same episode of Saved by the Bell you could watch five minutes then flip back to TBS and watch the same five minutes this was like that like Premonition was on two different channels and you were flipping back and forth between them right one had
0: started at at, at 6 o'clock and one had started at like 6.15 yeah exactly it didn't feel
1: like a well made I think that would have
2: fit more if one channel was showing like the early years of Saved by the Bell
0: where they're still in Indiana (laughs) yeah okay and And and, uh, what's her Mills was still uh, the teacher. Yeah. yeah Back when it was good
1: morning, Miss Bliss. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh,
0: man. That re- reveals a lot about us. I was Listen, if
1: we want to talk about save the bell, I'm not ashamed. How did the whole school and all the students move to California? That's what I want to know. That's really yeah. weird.
2: What I think is sad is that uh, when the the class when they're graduating, they put together a time capsule. The only uh, people who put anything in it are the main characters. It's well, just sad. They're you know?
1: really the only students. I'm at the just spell. sad
0: that the, you're asked to sympathize with who, basically a dick. Like the main character of Saved by Zach the Bell. Norse is a dick. What are you talking about? He was Adobe a a Gillis for the 90s,
1: He's or the late dick. 80s, I guess. That guy. What? He had a cool phone. That was, it was a big, gray, blocky mobile phone. And he mm.
2: could stop time. He
1: could stop time occasionally to talk to the audience. Sure. Uh, he was friends with a nerd and a jock. He could bridge the gap. Yep. Yeah, but he was really robot. friends with
0: the nerd. And, his, they and were, his girlfriend... He was
1: better friends with the nerd than he was with the jock. And his girlfriend left
2: him for an older guy who worked at uh, the Max. Yeah. And
1: he was kind enough to take in a homeless family into his house on Christmas, though they were never heard or seen of again. You're
0: not going to sell me a jet, Zach Morris, so we should get back to them. He home. was was in
1: that Sci-Fi Channel original movie about the Frankenstein monster. Again, you're confusing Patches, the actor with the character. Sure, that sounds right. He was on NYPD Blue. No, yeah. Zach Morris is a good guy.
0: He's a no, cop now. Different. No, just the same actor. Mark Paul Goss- Gosseler.
1: Gosselier. Ryan Gosling? Well, look. should we skip to the ending or should we keep talking? I know,
0: I, well, no, I think... Before we skip to the ending... I'm surprised, Stuart. Before we skip to the ending, we should talk about what you started to bring up, which is the surprising... Religious content to this film. So, uh, uh, after
1: all the switching back and forth for time, she talks... Frankly, I thought it was a brush
2: of, breath of fresh air. <laughs> um, I thought this movie was a little... Um, finally. You know, religious.
1: Finally, Hollywood. Holly weird. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Holly would, W-O-U-L-D. Forget about God if they could, but they can't. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the but she goes. To, she is having premonitions. She realizes she break. She puts together a chart of the days of the week and marks off what's ha- what she knows happens each day. This is the only clever thing in the entire movie. Yeah,
0: no, I like it. She pulls out a, a piece of like butcher paper and basically just crow <laughs> blood still on. Yeah, her. like does like a a little ch- chart. Like you might, you know, you know, just your average like list of like movies. a
1: Hollywood screenwriter trying to figure out his fucking complicated movie <laughs> exactly. that he can't keep track of. Like,
0: what day does this thing happen on?
1: Jack I'm Nicholson to, like, was writing questions. this movie apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, I'm writing this movie. <laughs> what day is it going on? Sandra, I got a good part for it, and so Sandy. forth. Sandy, I do the worst Jack Nicholson impression. Yeah, that
2: was really bad, actually. Yeah, I Come do. Come on, Dan, where are you at? Where's your Michael Caine or something?
0: <laughs> I think that this premonition film. <laughs> Was well, the greatest film since The Swarm.
1: People ask me all the time, what's this premonition about, Alfie? <laughs> I, I can't tell them. I can't. <sighs> oh, well, you shit. see, it, and so forth. Anyway, so she puts together this chart. She knows she's jumping back and forth through time somehow. Uh, she goes to – and you – okay. You realize you're seeing the future. You don't know what to do. You can't go to the psychologist because he's just going to lock you up. Who do you go to? the family priest who's never been introduced in the film before. Absolutely. And he happens to have a book called, I assume, Premonitions Through History, that has <laughs> different examples of famous premonitions that have happened bookmarked in legend. Bookmarked with
0: post-it notes.
1: Bookmarked, And I wondered if the actor bookmarked it or the character bookmarked it, if he was supposed to remove those before shooting started. I, so if you have an occult question, go to your priest, because I guess they're all involved in the well, black arts. Well, you know, arts, everything
0: or, supernatural is the same. Ghosts. Um, goblins.
1: Ghosts and goblins, the Iraculos, <laughs> the Illuminati,
0: Wolfman's, uh, Jesus—it's all the same thing. <laughs> aliens,
1: aliens, Jesus, poltergeists, and polterghosts—all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the real
0: Ghostbusters,
1: <laughs> the real Ghostbusters, Trolls. and the other Ghostbusters that had a gorilla, yeah. uh, which ironically twos, predated the r- real Ghostbusters. Boogeyman's, <laughs> man's Chinese theater, and, the Tooth Fairy, and uh, Sandy Claus, man thing. <laughs> and uh, Batman thing. Okay, and Howard Man, the Duck. Bat. It's all part of the same. <laughs> all part of the general supernatural.
0: Sure.
2: So I would I would go to my priest to talk about that stuff, right, Dan? Apparently, okay, well, Dan.
1: I assume you're the most Christian of any of us.
0: <laughs> my father was a minister. My uncle's a minister. My two grandfathers were both ministers. So, so
1: would you do? Do any of them have books about premonitions? Oh
0: man, all over the house. It's just it's premonitions through history. It's medieval premonitions. It's premonitions in the modern world. I hope I have to imagine you that get
1: forwarded w- emails like,
2: "Hey, check <laughs> out this information about a cool new premonition." I've I, got
0: so many copies of the necronomicon just lying around Holy shit
1: I imagine when you join the seminary the first textbooks are Written the by time my mad arab are the Ab- <laughs> Abdul al read. yes uh, the first books they give you are the time life mysteries and wonders series yeah. so they say We're, you're here to preach the word the word of the lord uh and to testify for christ read about how aliens built the pyramids so but let's tell the, sure. let's,
0: let's tell the audience though about the fucking great uh, advice that the priest gives sandra bullock do or you might remember more than me
1: i don't know i was
0: drinking
2: it that. was something about like
0: your faith has lapsed so something is coming to fill the void or something like yeah, that like, exactly
1: the something is coming to fill the void and she says sounds like a curse and he goes or maybe a miracle so it's a miracle that she's basically Billy Pilgrimed and unstuck in time and doesn't know what the fuck is happening. Well, but also, it's like a point. really
0: mean miracle. It's like <laughs> she's being punished. For not going to church by, like, getting premonitions of her husband's death. And 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 it's it's a really sort of, like, vague way of God discerning his will. Like, uh, you haven't been to church in a while. Um,
1: Maybe your husband should die and you should know about it ahead of time. But also, like, like, she didn't strike me as particularly irreligious. Like, she didn't go to church, but there was never a conversation like oh we gotta go to church nah forget that what's this across? like peas all over it well, but Didn't, also you know? <laughs> like let's just talk happens. on a
0: basic screenplay level this like stinks to high heaven of like <laughs> the screenwriter's like all right i got this this awesome premise that could go somewhere i gotta explain it somehow i got nothing i guess i'll say god did uh yeah it's god god
3: Yep,
2: I got the audience. Uh, in the, I got the audience in the seat for an hour. It's six. Or so. I better explain
1: uh, what's going on. It's six it o'clock. I bad. put
0: in a full day of writing. It's God time to have a few beers. By
1: this point, they're going to be so wrapped up in the amazingly intricate and enthralling story, they're going to swallow whatever bullshit I can shovel down their throats. You know, oh God, you devil!
0: <laughs> in front of me, who with started? The, oh God, you devil! By George the way. Burns. No, <laughs> the I'm other no guy. The other guy. The guy who was. It was the guy from Blossom.
1: The my, guy from Blossom. My Embiolic.
2: Yes. The dad. Yeah. I don't I don't have a dictionary definition of the term miracle, but I think I'm It's when the, recall- it's when the US
1: team defeats a Russian team in the 1980 Winter Olympics hockey.
0: That, that's a good example. It's in Webster's, or, when, or it's or in the smile you're... of a small child, or it's beers. a perfectly brewed cup
1: of coffee, <laughs> <laughs> or it's it's uh, going to CVS pharmacy because it's just another ordinary miracle today, or according to
0: the ads. Or it's the laughter of your loved ones. So wait, would
2: <laughs> your husband? <laughs> or die it's a, a kind of whip. <laughs> or it's a kind
1: of whip. Miracle whip. <laughs> But it's the kind These of. These are all miracles according to yeah, the, the movie, Bible. But yeah, the movie posits, I guess, anything God does is a miracle, even if it's bad.
2: Yeah, well, anytime it's magic related, right? <laughs> yes. That was anything massive.
0: magic That's related. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah, if they
1: find a quarter behind your ear, it's a miracle.
0: Maybe the priest is just like we are in this situation. Maybe the priest is just like, uh, fuck Defino, That sounds really weird. I guess gods. I guess I assume, gods in charge. I assume
1: the priest was going, quit in time. Time to punch out. And then Sandra Bullock walked in and he was like, Oh, come on. Seriously, God, I've been doing this all day. And she was like, "I'm unstuck in time and I know my husband's going to die." I guess it's a miracle. Quit in time, punch out. Let's go get a couple brews, Jesus. It's, it's yeah. Miller time, Jesus. <laughs> it's so, half past beer. I know clock. you're I know you're the son of a carpenter, but it's Miller time.
0: Okay. So there's not a lot to talk about in this movie, so let's skip to the ending, which is the most awesome <laughs> part by far. Fantastic.
1: Okay, so it turned out that her husband was going to have an, an affair on her, but she figured it out and proved that she loved him by doing him and taking his shoes off. So that so he skipped out on the affair. That's accurate,
0: taking his shoes off he's, was a big component he, of it.
1: He's in, he's in his car. He's driving to – he dropped the kids off at school as they do and he's in his car. He's going to die in a car crash. She calls him and there's about, what, 15 minutes of him fumbling with the cell phone while his car yeah, swerves no, she, around. She's like, and, she's
0: like, OK, I know he's going to die at mile 220. I'm going to go out. I'm going to going to drive out. I'm going to meet him there. She's like calling him on the phone. She's like, Oh, just do you trust me? Turn around. And he, like, turns around and a car sort of swerves around and you're like, oh, it's all right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, whoops. And then drop my phone. He, he drops his phone. My, phone my car stalls. <laughs> <And then he laughs> What's says, happening? The
1: car won't start. And then a tractor, an tra- 18 wheeler is starts coming down the bay.
0: Flamm- like apparently. And he's
1: like, I don't know whether to pick up my phone or start the car. Or get out of my car. Ah! Yeah, he, d-
0: he doesn't simply unbuckle and run out of the car, which, which I think a normal person would do. Really? The, the, the number one well, he loved that car he really did. he really loved that car that was established in the film oh, that was yeah.
1: uh so then he got uh well and then let's just say that <laughs> we're like well of course he's gonna live why would god put her through this and not and he doesn't cheat on his wife they've reaffirmed their love for each other i guess she's gonna go to church more often of course he's gonna live and this is gonna be a happy ending yeah. no nope, that big truck smashes through the roof of his car and you're like Oh, okay. Well, he's still gonna be okay. Maybe he ducked on the point of impact no. or something. No, truck blows up, car blows up, also, and you're still holding out hope that he's gonna crawl out.
2: But <laughs> it was it was it was basically a big exclamation point on this movie. <laughs> well, it's
0: very strange because like it's like it's this weird like awesome. It's this weird <laughs> Twilight Zone ending where you're sort of supposed to be like, oh, I see. In this time loop, she sort of caused his death. By knowing about his death. But
1: there were so many coincidental little things that had to happen. That...
0: Well, but not even that. Like, just, like, that sort of chilling ending doesn't work if you've set up the idea that the whole point of this is that God is testing her or something.
1: Yeah. You know, like... God comes off, comes off very badly in this film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, what's the whole point of the scene with the priest if the end is just going to be one of these like, twist the knife, like, well, Sandra Bullock, if you hadn't but it's not, on the road... it's not over, died. though.
1: She wakes up the next day. They're moving out of the house that he bought for them because, I guess... Too many memories, and uh, well,
0: no, it's not the the next day because like the the, probably
1: no, oh no, no. it's several days later because the funeral has happened and and the the, daughter's daughter's face face scars. scars Oh, that's right, the daughter ran through a plate glass window. Also, it starts raining out. And Sandra Bullock, of course, loses her shit because she does with everything. starts raining and she starts yelling at the children to get inside, she, get inside. She's
0: those fancy sheets, though. And out. she
1: has to run out and get the sheets that she hung up. And her daughter is running to the glass door to open it to go get the sheets. And she's going, no, stop, stop. And the daughter turns around to look at what Sandra Bullock is, what fucking nonsense is causing her to scream at her. And she doesn't see the glass door and rounds right through it and gets all cut up in her face.
0: Right, and then at the end of the movie, the scars are almost healed, which leads me to believe Oh, they've this been there for a while. Like a month later, which is also However. why Sandra Bullock isn't uh committed in the hospital at this point. And also why night. Oh, that's and right.
2: because well, God is involved. So maybe it was a miracle that her scars <laughs> healed up the next that's day. That's
0: possible.
1: But uh, she goes, she sits on the edge of her bed. She's woken up by her daughter. She sits on the edge of her bed and she remembers everything that happened in the movie. And then we hear the Which the, by the
0: way, she remembers stuff that happened. Again, this has happened before in the flop earlier. house. Things that happened like ten minutes it's, earlier in the in the film. And I don't understand what modern filmmakers think our attention span is. They're just like, remember this? Remember when Sandra Bullock and uh, her husband kissed? They were really in love. It was actually pretty helpful for me because I got <laughs> up to get a beer. Yeah. Well, this. She yeah. didn't realize that Sandra Bullock and her husband were in love, so seeing them kiss... No, I thought they were enemies. I thought she
1: was <laughs> trying to call him on the phone and
0: distract him so that, that car would chop This
1: was not For a long time in the movie, nothing really happens, and it, it does seem she like it's, de- it's designed for someone who keeps getting up and, and leaving and coming back. There's a
0: whole lot of nothing followed by a whole lot of something. Well, oh, and, and then
1: what I
2: was wondering, was like because this movie is kind of told in a wake, it's kind of told out of order. Like, do they film it like in order, and then they're just like, let's just chop it all up. It's cool. I don't think and so. Like, let's all, throw like, it up in the air. It's and not see memento how it comes down. Yeah. Well, we're and we're talking about fucking Groundhog Day. Like, they don't ever address her point of view. So that you're like, there's no moment where you see that realization on her face. Like, oh my god, when I go to sleep. <laughs> It's a different day. That's true. It take- like, like, there's no like moment where she's like, maybe, maybe if like little cause and effect here, maybe if I don't fall asleep, you've got a great Sandra crazy Bullock. will happen. Yeah, this- there's a dead-on Sandra Bullock impression. <laughs> I know. I watched Demolition Man this weekend. <laughs> uh, so there's no moment of her being like. Until Let she me test this. Or yeah. Something. There's no testing or like trying to figure out the like the, the rules. Of the-, the rules. Instead, she's like. Mm, I don't get something time to go to my local church and talk to my favorite priest oh god's doing it okay you'd prefer if she
0: I guess like, I'll was tr- more like a like scientific th- method behind yeah.
1: her yeah she does she, I will say it's the she does go to godless science first Peter Stormare he fails her and then she goes back Clearly. to faith I don't know but if he
0: then fails her he gives her a lithium i mean that's pretty good and then she takes it says yeah, take I'm...
1: 2 and she pours out every single pill in her hand and then throws them in the sink and it's like <laughs> what i don't anyway but okay so she's sitting on the edge of the bed she's remembering everything we just saw in the movie and then so she knows lithium's not that good for yeah. you and uh, she remembers the priest's words that this is a miracle and something about hope i forget which she closes her eyes in slow motion gets up and she's pregnant That night of last love with her husband has borne fruit as God meant it to.
2: Cut to black credits.
1: And that's the end of the movie. No closure. And thanks to God's benevolence, she's now a single mother raising three young children.
2: (laughs) Single
0: housewife. (sighs) Although it's implied that she doesn't have a job,
1: it's implied that her husband has a major life insurance policy.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. If I know anything about insurance companies, they found it very suspicious that he took out this insurance policy right before he died and, and the, did not pay
1: off on it. Well, that's covered when she goes to the insurance company guy in the middle, and he says, "This is very suspicious, but whatever, no. that shit happens, man." You were there calling him on the so phone. So what I I you're saying,
3: saying? i, 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 I smash
1: him. <laughs> that's double indemnity. If he if he gets distracted by a phone call and is <laughs> blown up by a truck, so what you're you get saying? dollars is that
0: God was angry at Julian McMahon. <laughs> for thinking about having an adulterous affair so he smote him and yes. gave the insurance money to Sandra Bullock I guess and so what a
1: smoting. Sandra Bullock was collateral damage in this god plan so he she, he god decides to throw her a bone so it's not totally bad for her and, wow. and, what a smoting. and the bone the, the
2: the bone in the form
0: of a new baby to squirt out of her box <laughs> you know what this, this
1: you're so sensitive Stuart.
0: This movie should be taught in Sunday school. You know, I'm right up
1: there with "It's a Wonderful Life" and other religious you know, films. All those,
0: that pe- all those evangelicals who uh, took Passion of the Christ to your heart. R- go out and rent Premonition,
1: and then what dreams may come, and build your Sunday school syllabus around that. <laughs> and then maybe, and maybe Constantine <laughs> and Dragon Slayer, <Yeah>. a movie. <laughs> and Fern Gully: The Last Rainforest, and Dragonheart, and and the Last Dragon, <laughs> and Enter the Dragon. And Dragonwick. And uh, there's got to be more movies, but Dragon... And Pete's Dragon. There you go. That's my Sunday school syllabus right there. Pete's Dragon, Dragonheart, Dragon Slayer, Dragonwick, Enter the Dragon and the Last because Dragon. Because all
0: those dinosaurs, those dinosaur bones are dragons. That's, that's what you got to understand. Well,
1: they're dragons that died in the flood, yeah. yeah. Except for the bones that were buried by Satan to confuse us.
0: Hmm. Well, Fair enough. So Anna, this Anna, movie, man, it was really good. I it was guess. great.
1: This is a movie where that was a lot of a lot of nothing for about what, an hour and twenty minutes, and then yeah. the craziest ending in in history.
2: Yeah. I thought the ending was a joke for a minute and then I realized this wasn't a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Like it, did, it, it, it did felt did like have, the ending of uh, like, like a, a, the ending <laughs> of Planet Terror, and I'm like, But like yeah, <laughs> it was really over the top. Like
0: a really weird, you know, joke on the audience. Like Andy Kaufman directed a movie. Like, yeah. He was like, I'm just gonna do a really serious melodrama. We watch
2: this annoying movie for an hour and a half, and <laughs> then, then it an gets awesome crazy. explosion, and then a pregnant lady.
0: <laughs> so let's get down to ju- final judgments. Because um,
2: by the no way, I just to want to point out for everyone listening, uh, this is just for posterity's sake. If I ever die in a car accident, I really want there to be an awesome explosion to like
0: punctuate it for me. So, okay, so if, if, I, a, if I do
2: die in a car accident, somebody ex- blow up the car. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay, I, I will That's follow doable. you around every time you're in a car. I will <laughs> have a couple of gas cans and just follow <laughs> you around. So if you crash, I'll just run up. And pour a bunch of gas all over her. Also,
1: for prosperity, Dan, if you can make sure when I die that if my head is removed during the death, <laughs> that they fucking sew that shit back on because I old. do not want the casket to fall on my head this to pop off. a lot up. of responsibility. Right? It's my a, grieving a, widow. Well, Dan, is, you can handle this. Uh, you can handle this. Is that because you
2: have a low opinion of the people who are going to be your pallbearers? I saw premonition.
1: premonition. You can't you trust a, anyone any in the funeral industry. So that
0: you're, uh, well, it might be, I might die when really a helicopter blade day.
1: cuts off my head. Sure. And I want—I don't want oh, whoa, you know, that to whoa, fall out. whoa.
0: whoa. John Landis isn't directing your life. Wow! Come on!
1: Oh, wow! I wasn't even thinking about that. Man. All right. You had to bring it down. Seriously though, make sure they sew that shit on.
0: <laughs> Seriously though, don't let John Landis.
1: Anywhere and near don't let—I never want to be anywhere near John Landis. So. so. So,
0: I was I was
2: just planning on using some chewing gum and, and some tape, <laughs>
1: whatever it takes. Just stick it on. I'm, there. I'm, 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 I'm dead. I don't care. By the way. I know. Did yeah. you go to just mortuary like school? Stick, just
0: put like a stick, just no, like ram a no, stick we're, in her neck. And then <laughs> ram- whatever whatever it takes. What Want it? I mean,
1: pretty me up. Just make me look better. Okay, I'll take. Care if you of that. can for if you can like mold a six pack out of my surprisingly blubbery stomach. Thing. <laughs> you,
2: you can do that with with dead bodies nowadays. Yeah.
1: Well, it, when you die, your body basically turns into putty. Yeah, like like clay, right? Yeah, like clayface, exactly. Yeah,
2: like clayface, sure. <laughs> so you can become any 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 bad guy or character from the Batman. Yeah, or are like Darkman.
1: So
0: the oh, like Dar- no kidding. Okay. Ultimately, though, was this movie a bad movie that you would not recommend at all? A movie that was bad but was good as a funny bad movie, or a movie that you
1: liked in some way, Elliot? Uh, I would say this was a bad movie that was unenjoyable until the last five minutes or so. But those last five minutes, here's the rub. Wouldn't mean as much without the preceding hour and 25 of boring garbage. So what are you going to do? It's like the Umbrellas of Cherbourg, which I finished watching today. Powerful end scene, but you have to slog through everything that comes before it. Yeah, I yeah, it's agree. It's like,
2: uh, a lot like like Dead Alive by Takeshi Miike, where you're like... This Dead or Alive? A- Dead or Alive. Not Dead Alive. Yeah, that'd be... An, uh, that's another movie. That's Peter Jackson. Yeah. But- where you're like, hey, this is kind of weird like crime drama. Kind of, kind of extreme, I guess. And then the end happens. You're like, oh my god, they blew up the planet? That's <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, no, I agree entirely. The last... Ten minutes of this movie are just zaniness.
1: <laughs> it's the constant, like, what What more can we throw in his path to keep him from maybe... To maybe make him die in that car and then make him okay and then yeah. he dies anyway. But I can't...
2: Drop my phone again! I
0: can't but in good conscience recommend like, this to anyone, though. I think that, like, if you've listened to this podcast, you've gotten all the the enjoyment you're going yes. to get out of this film.
1: Learn from us.
2: Yeah, just just to, like, kind of paint a picture for you guys. I generally like movies that are, like, violent in some way. Like, have, like, gore or, like, horror elements. Or feature a lot of like nudity, like a, You're a man TNA. of simple, uh... yeah, like a TNA comedy or something. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, this movie had really nothing that I would be interested in, except for the last. Five You're minutes. looking
1: for gore or TNA? This is not the movie to go yeah, to. This, yeah. yeah, terrible. But for, for the audience, just so they understand exactly what we're talking about, it's like if you went to see Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones is falling off of things and guys are punching him in the face and there's explosions and he gets through all of them. And then just at the last minute when he's about to save the day, like someone stabs him in the neck and he dies. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. Why, hold on. Like, why did you – wait, but you uh, – was implicitly promised that when he went through all of the trials, he would survive at the end and win. Like, why would – okay. And then he's – and then Karen Allen's pregnant. That's pretty and, good and,
0: and the child's name Would be Mutt <laughs> You should go back in time And tell Lawrence Kasdan How to uh...
1: The only thing That would have been A better ending For the movie Is if When she got up Pregnant dissol- like, Wait, cut Dissolved Like She dissolved No 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 So you could see Inside her pregnant belly And the fetus was there And winked at the audience uh, no, I, was, I, would get, I thought been... you were Like the I fetus could could Was like
0: the... Julian Ju- McMahon It was like The star child oh, yeah. In well, 2001 Julian
1: McMahon's <laughs> Head on a fetus's body And he winks at the audience And then, it, <laughs> and then the movie Blacks out
0: That'd be pretty awesome
1: He's back
0: Yep, <laughs> and or then there's a sequel which is the evil baby Julian McMahon going around killing people and see I was going
2: to say I would like it more if she got up and like there's a close up of her belly and then like a hand burst
3: through the belly like, <laughs> like like, holding it's like a rose or, so, or holding a cell phone <laughs> and you're like oh my god she, he's still alive
2: you did this to me <laughs> <laughs> holding yeah. <the> cell
1: phone <laughs> the and then like holding cell a cell phone and then you just hear Julian McMahon's voice saying it's for you
0: if the, if if any of these things happened, I would have immediately recommended this movie at the end of the it would podcast. Have been a great like, movie. As bad as the rest of the film was, like that alone would be enough to redeem the whole thing. A real like Shaggy Dog story. Of so the movie.
2: what was the uh, what was like the catchphrase for this movie? Like, what was on, like what What's the box cover look like? Is it just so, like Sandra Bullock looking like kind of confused, or like is it
1: like her and Julian McMahon making out? I'm Dang. sure it's like her face and it's like, what if nothing was as it seemed or something, yeah, or something or like vague. this premonition is murder. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was this is one premonition you don't want to premonote. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you premonce.
1: Premonotion. That would be what? my review of this. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Not with uh, uh, wait, your daily variety. My, ver- my, I don't da- know. Wait, my wait, daily variety. Did I ever post. summarize the Hicks my- Nicks?
0: picks.
2: I uh, I, I don't think I actually rated this one. I'm going to say it's a bad movie that I wouldn't recommend. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I figured that was
1: implied. How do you sell – like, I remember when this movie was in in theaters briefly, but, like, how do you sell this movie? Like, the only hook to the plot is so vague and nothing of interest visually or dramatically ever happens. What do you
2: think about the script got, you know, a heavyweight like Sandra Bullock involved? Is it? Is she just really into like time travel bullshit? Like she must lake, house? Be. lake
1: House came out. Premonition came out. Time Cap. Uh,
2: yeah. Time.
1: She was in Time Cop. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: she was in Demolition. <laughs> no, he's Man, just that saying guy. that. Oh, I'm sorry. Demolition just saying like that,
1: that. I got my time traveling action. He's just stars saying that Time Cop
0: came out. It's another movie that came <laughs> yeah, out.
1: The movie. Time Cop. Time and again, from time to time, uh, the yeah. time machine, both versions. Yeah. Sure. Timex watches. <laughs> Back to the Future, one through three. <laughs> the cartoon series. Yep Karate Kid <laughs> Karate Kid ate Karate through oh, time That's all where he goes back In time to feudal of Japan Of all the episodes TMNT3 <laughs> This yeah, is the one good. Where we spent Turtles most in space. time just listing. <laughs> just listing movies Sure Turtles in Space That would have been awesome <laughs>
0: Now you gotta You gotta imagine That if they kept making Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies There would be uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles in space, and there would be teenage mutant ninja turtles in the hood. That would
2: have been another one. Aren't they pretty much already in the hood? Or I guess they live in the hood. Wow,
1: that's there's you know the hood is still (laughs) above ground. (laughs) Come on, man. It
2: depends on the hood, you know.
1: Not too many of them are underground. Uh, Maybe a mole person's hood. Well, I
2: mean, yeah, like the the Chud's hood is in the sewers.
1: <laughs> I don't even call it a hood. There's no businesses. There's no real apartments. <laughs> it's still a
2: neighborhood, though. Like, <laughs> they live there they, with somebody. Why don't they,
0: they interact more with the Chud's? Like, I figure if they're the only two groups down there, well, I have to assume the Mutant they, Ninja Turtles and the Chud's, they would, like, They're probably, like, neighbors who center. don't get along very well. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. It's, well, yeah,
2: because they have different, like, they have different M.O.s. The Chud's, they eat human beings. Yeah. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles eat. pizza. They invite, yeah, they eat, eat pizza. pizza. <laughs> Possibly the Chuds might eat the pizza delivery boy. But also,
1: like the Chuds are not are kind of avoid the spotlight, and the turtles are friends with a very famous reporter. I'll tell you one yeah. thing: you gotta know she take and that story. A hockey
0: player, right? Isn't that a one movie Casey I liked? Surprising, well, really it. a hockey player. A it's movie a I liked a surprising answer. amount. Chud two, Bud the Chud. Okay, it, it ends up with a zombie prom, and oh, that's pretty good.
2: Zombie prom, promsy. You want to be, you want to be buds well, with the chud. Bud the
0: chud was actually <laughs> going to be a, uh, it was a rejected uh, Return of the Living Dead sequel script, and they and oh, that's right. w- went another direction, they're like, well, we can't waste this great script. We'll yeah, just make a it a chud movie. That's sure. like
1: uh, the He-Man Masters of the Universe movie. That script started as a movie adaptation, a spec movie adaptation of Jack Kirby's Fourth World New Gods. Storylines, And it's like, well, we can get the Masters of the Universe license, so we'll turn Side into Skeletor. That is really strange. And Orion will be He-Man. That's why Masters there, of the there, was Universe— Was there so much
0: objective to this philosophy in there? Is uh, that
1: what No, that's Steve Ditko you're oh, talking okay. about. Oh, okay.
0: Sorry. Lame. There's what were we lot... thinking of Ditko? Uh,
1: Who did Mr. The... A, the question? Spider-Man? Oh, never mind. I mean, he didn't have any big <laughs> science fiction universes, as far okay. as I know. All right. But anyway— Dan's lame. We're gonna edit out. Or maybe anime, Elliot's
0: anime. lame. Yeah, it's, that's the. Real if it's
1: question. lame to know the different to know that the Masters of the Universe <laughs> script was originally a New Gods script, then call me lame. <laughs> I'll take that charge. Guilty, Guilty judge. as charge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So uh, <laughs> weird. we're talking so similar now. Oh today. my god! Uh,
0: this has become such a niche podcast. I think we should move on to yeah, that. Yeah,
1: this, as I've said before, this bad movie podcast <laughs> where we watch bad movies and then discuss them is really becoming a niche podcast. Like, I... we uh, alienated. Really? Uh... Really? I'm trying line. to
0: extend the brand. I'm going to get Courtney Cox on <laughs> as a guest host.
1: Are there What fame, What mainstream podcasts are there? Is there? Are you there you any that are not Courtney niche Cox podcasts? On. Oh, God. Um, that's Cook. That, yeah, no, it's still like a niche, though. Well, well uh, like, like podcasts Life. that are just podcasts. I guess podcasts. This American Life, yeah. I'm, well, But
0: those are like radio things, like things that are just podcasts. Yeah, what is there that's not um, niche? Never Not Funny, I guess, is a big podcast. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, Sound of Young America is on it's a radio the radio, show. but it was mainly came. I don't want to talk about podcasts I want (laughs) to talk
2: about movies guys So that was a crappy movie Let's talk about movies that we've seen recently That (laughs) weren't quite as crappy Because I've seen a lot of crappy ones lately Oh well, wait, do I gotta really get started? Um, no, get start? you can
0: you can designate a person to go first. if um, You don't have one.
2: Dan, go for. Oh, I have plenty.
1: But sure, I want you to okay. Go first.
0: I <laughs> I just watched a movie. Um, two. Enjoy I will it. only briefly talk about the second one, though. Uh, the first one is This Is England, and yeah, I.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. I've been. Oh, I remember when that came out.
0: I, I've I been recommending a lot of movies recently that suck. Not suck, but like because I like to recommend movies that are a little obscure. Sometimes I may talk up movies a little more than they deserve, just because I want to, you know, say like, "Oh, this is overlooked." Yeah, you church it up, um,
1: <laughs> church it up, <laughs> exactly. <Just laughs> like church it. is where they really um, oversell things.
0: But this is England. I think is a genuinely really good movie. It's about um, a kid. It's set in 1983 in in England during the time of the Falklands War. His uh, father actually just di- died in the Falklands War, and he falls in with a group of uh, skinheads. And and at first, like these are like skinheads who are into it like culturally and it's sort of a class based like I said, cultural thing. But then one of the members comes back from being in jail and he sort of gets into the, the racist skinhead politics and it shows how this kid sort of falls into it and then falls out of it. But it's a you know it's a really good sort of time capsule of the time and place. It has a really good sense of place, really good music. It's a good sort of slice of life. I liked it a little better at the beginning when it was more of a slice of life and less like plot mechanics, but sure. it's a really strong movie. And briefly, I want to recommend the film Abominable, which is a uh, movie that has Lance Henriksen, who we mentioned before, mm-hmm. in a small role, and Jeffrey Combs in a small role. Yeah. Uh, Paul Gleason, I think is his name, Jackie Gleason, who uh, the guy who was the principal in um, The Breakfast Club has a small role.
2: Sure. Isn't the isn't the guy from uh isn't the guy from who's like Mahoney's replacement on uh in Police Academy in that movie? Isn't he <sighs> the guy with the big ears?
0: Could be, I'm not sure. But it's a, it's basically a movie like someone saw and Tiffany Sheppis' ass is in that
2: movie. Yeah. Oh, which is amazing, by the way, Tiffany Shepard. Stewart and I, how, are big are you, How
1: were you describing it before? It's like a pumpkin
2: that I want to bite—a juicy pumpkin.
1: Stuart says it's like a pumpkin; you just want to bite it. Yeah, like I've, normal... never, I've never seen a pumpkin and wanted to take a bite out of it,
2: dude. You should you take another look at her ass, dude. Yeah, but that's that's, just, that's, that's not... not the metaphor that you don't don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> okay, I I got this one, but it's just a really good like. As If you're holding
1: something up to make sure it doesn't fall, and we're running sure. away, <laughs> I got this one, dude.
0: It's a good creature feature, like sort of just a monster movie that's taken seriously. It's as if someone watched Rear Window and was like, hmm, Rear Window's pretty good. But what if the killer, instead of being Raymond Burr, was Bigfoot? So if that sounds interesting to you, uh, you should see the movie Abominable. It's not abominable. Thanks, uh, Gene Shallot. (laughs) Hey, that's
1: my Gene Shallot. Where's your room of teddy bears that you do your reviews from? (laughs) We're in it
2: right now, Elliot.
1: That was really creepy. <laughs> creepy You press a button and a wall swings around and it's just teddy bears Yep uh, Teddy dif- I <laughs> It's yep. all teddy grams If
2: I push a different button a hall of mirrors erupts <laughs> around us This is an expensive room Yeah, in New York no less do <laughs> so, so, you pay for this apartment? So Elliot, we just heard from Daniel Let's hear from you, have you seen any good movies lately?
1: Sure, I saw uh, I- I'll recommend
2: two let's movies keep it, too keep it brief
1: okay, I'll t- <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, timekeeper Wellington over there The two movies I saw, one in the theaters, one not. The one in the theaters is a a recent Norwegian movie called Reprise that I enjoyed about two young writers in Norway who have this dream about what it means to be a tortured writer, and they're going to live these very cliched, like, I'm a writer, and then I have mental issues, and then I come back from it, write something even better, and then I fall in love, and then it's tragic. These kind of fantasies, but they find out after their first works get published that living that life is not really that enjoyable. It's actually more difficult than it looks. Uh, And it was apparently Norway's entry to the 2006 Best Foreign Film Academy Awards. That's playing at the Brooklyn Academy of Music right now. The other movie that I saw recently, which I th- both of the other people at this podcast have seen, and maybe many in the audience have seen, was *Ginger Snaps 2: Unleashed*, which uh, is the sequel to the hit Canadian <laughs> horror film *Ginger Snaps*, about teen werewolves, starring Mimi Rogers as the mother of the stars of the movie. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mention her because she's the only she's the only name name that person, you would yeah, recognize. star of *Full Body Massage*. Mimi Rogers. The first *Ginger Snaps* is really good, but it kind of loses its way after a certain point. *Ginger*. Snaps, 2 I actually enjoyed overall a little bit more, maybe. It's a stranger movie. The first one is about a girl in high school becoming a werewolf, and the second one takes it in this direction of this kind of, like, girl's juvie hall slash mental facility, and there's a, a werewolf chasing after the only character who survived from the first movie, and it just goes in this very interesting direction, and it ends with a completely different status quo than it started with. There are a lot of good thriller scenes and some funny lines in it, and it's Canadian through and through. Uh, which yeah. adds to the fun.
0: Hot Canadian werewolf girls.
1: I recommend, so I recommend, if you haven't seen the first Ginger Snaps, you should see both of them together. And, yeah. Maybe oh, it's a double feature. A Perhaps. double creature feature.
0: That, yeah, that works. Stuart, you're the only person who hasn't said anything yet in this sure. segment of the uh, podcast. Well, I totally
2: recommend Ginger Snaps as well, if only because I'm totally in love with Catherine Isabel. The, she uh, is pretty the, hot the titular character ginger um but uh <laughs> it's,
1: it's about it's about cops ginger and snaps <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah they're buddies <laughs> i'm ginger he's snaps
1: watch out for all them werewolves out there we're, we're, well, they, what was let's the be mo- careful out there what was that movie where it was a unit it was like called like full moon or something where it was a unit it was a special unit of the nypd that was secretly werewolves i want to oh. say that like that sounds right. mario van Peebles or somebody like that was in it yeah he's in good movies like posse <laughs> All I can think of is that
0: Joe Piscopo movie where they're zombies. That's Dead Heat. Yeah. That movie's awesome.
2: (laughs) That's a movie where everybody has an Uzi. (laughs) Literally, every character has an Uzi. Just like life. So I watched some movies lately. Last night I watched uh, Just One of the Guys again, which is awesome. It has a really great boob shot. Uh, I, think,
1: I think our listeners, if they know Just One of the Guys, then they know it has. Yeah. And if they know uh, you, they
0: know why you enjoy I Just, just One of the Guys. I just want to remind
2: everybody that it's got a great boob shot. Um, and uh, a couple nights ago I watched this really great movie called Twin Sitters. Starring the Barbarian Brothers, we did we did a whole movie minute on uh, so this. So I'm not gonna I'm not so gonna go though. over that too much. It was so So good. Uh, earlier today, I watched a movie called Outpost, starring Ray Stevenson, uh, the Titus Oh Polo the Flash. Character. Uh, oh, that's Ray
1: Stevens. <laughs> yeah, never mind. He played oh, the Streak. Rather, uh, he played
2: uh, he played the Titus uh, Polo character from um, from the HBO series Rome, and it's basically about a group of mercenaries who are hired to go into Eastern Europe. Uh, in, like to go to this strange like bunker which uh turns out to be an, an old Nazi bunker where they were doing some kind of strange experiments and there's a bunch of like unstoppable Nazi zombies that they have to battle.
1: What's it called? Are they blood-sucking out- Nazi zombies? Outpost
2: outpost. Um they're not, not they're not blood sucking. It's like it's really bleak and that's kinda what I like about it. So it's really like it's really grim.
1: Alright. Oh uh and also I want to say uh, I rewatched Ed Wood recently with my girlfriend who had not seen it. Did it get Just you seemed, laid um I mean, I I don't really need Ed Wood to get me. I mean, I'm in love with him. Oh, oh! oh Elliot doesn't need no. Ed Wood to get him laid. I, I don't well, you, I usually don't. He's need to better him, but... than the rest of us, <laughs> I
0: guess. I just because this... I need to hand out copies of Ed Wood I just, I... every time I want to get
1: laid. I just got this window into Dan's home life where he he is wooing his wife with with Ed Wood. We can yeah. watch Ed Wood again tonight. Considering no, I this, pay her, oh, no, I pay her, God, her in copies hitting. of Ed. Wood. This is what you don't
0: understand. <laughs> Consider this, and then a... she sells the copies. <laughs> it's a weird system. Very strange system. <laughs> barter slash. You know, payment.
1: But uh, considering this is a bad movie web podcast, what? Uh, I just want, I thought it might, would be fitting to remind people that's a good movie and girlfriends like it too.
0: Well, everyone has, unlike Tango and Cash, everyone's <laughs> recommended like eight <laughs> movies, so I'm going to cut this segment short. Sure. Um, but we and, like movies, Dan. We Yeah, like come on.
1: Sure. It's a niche podcast. Sure.
0: Well, I'm just going to say please if you have anything that you want us to address uh, send your uh, concerns or questions to the flophouse podcast at gmail.com and you can check out the website at the podcast.blogspot.com
1: and uh say it like you're excited about it uh
0: halfway through i just i just lost <laughs> it's any a, it's interest a very in long the idea yeah that's that's
1: you know Are we gonna have that contest we were talking about Dan yeah, Wait, contest? which contest was that? The uh, Watch a Movie with the Flophouse I contest? I think that's a great contest.
0: Well, what... <laughs> okay, we, we we just know what the prize is. We don't know what the actual contest Flophouse is. Flophouse listeners,
1: prove you love the Flophouse by doing something great for us and getting other people to listen to the Flophouse. And whoever proves they love the Flophouse the most... Will get to watch a movie with us, the Flophouse guys, and maybe take part in a podcast. Sure, that sounds uh, good. Yeah, and
2: that proof that proof will have to either be in uh, in written format via email or picture <laughs> format, which is preferred. Uh, yes, that'll either be a drawing of some kind because we like drawings here, or you know, pictures. Yeah,
0: I have to say that this Boobs contest. <laughs> I have to say, this contest is probably only open to people who live in the greater New York City area. No,
1: if they want to fly in, all expenses yeah. well, no, are paid it, by them. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> no, exactly. If you want to I'll, cut I'll get here somehow, here. you are responsible for all lodging and transportation costs. The only prize is literally okay. watching a okay. movie with Legal us.
1: Indicia, there is no monetary value to this, and uh, you must pay. Uh, winner pays expenses.
0: Yeah. There you go.
2: Except for beer and snacks, which we will, cover. which will be provided. Yeah, yeah. Which will there you go. That's pretty
0: good. That's that's like a four dollar value. If
1: you want to eat right
0: there. Popeye's
1: fried chicken while we watch the movie. Dan lives right near one, and I go to it every time I come here. We're and I'm not gla- doing this in my I'm apartment. Pick I'm not up. having riff
0: raff. We, we agreed. We're doing it at Stewart's place. I, I, I approve of riff raff in my apartment. Okay, right. totally okay.
1: Riff raff in so. the Junkyard Gang. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: Wait, wasn't that like the weird Garfield spinoff character? It was or? the Heathcliff. Spin-off. Heathcliff.
0: Well. Shit.
1: Stuart and Elliot uh, U- US Acres, Acres. argue no, this enough. issue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I would like to sign off saying I'm Dan McCoy, I'm Stuart Wellington, I'm Elliot Kalen. Good night
1: everyone.
2: Yay. So, yeah, River he wore the kangaroo had had like a No, staff. It was just a
1: backwards hat I think. He had a scarf and a staff, yeah. And he had the friend with the roller skates and, he had and the the headphones. Hot, he had the hot cat girlfriend. hot girlfriend and they lived in a junkyard. <laughs>
3: Are you ready for that shit? <laughs>
2: Daniel, I'm going to talk That's like this <laughs> the entire podcast. So now it goes. And
1: I'm going to talk like this.
2: That'll be awesome. Premonition. Are you experiencing one right now? <laughs> Are you guys ready for an adventure? That's okay. my Lily Sobieski impression. Thank you very much. Lily Sobieski from the movie Joy. Are you guys ready for an invention? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, um...